What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. Today we got another episode of Stock Battles. What is going on, Dad? Hey, Brandon. Looking forward to a battle again. It's been, I think we missed last month, so it's been like two months since we've done a battle. And uh, yeah, always look forward to these. I mean, it's not like I'm keeping track, but I think my last pick might be doing a little bit better than yours. I oh, just, you know what? I didn't uh, even on... look to see because we got that one-year time window. So, but Don't you know what we'll do? It. I, th I think actually, it. now that you mentioned, I think we said this last time, next stock battle, we'll do a recap of the ones. Uh, there's nothing that's been out there for more than a year. I know that, but we can at least do an update to see who's in the lead. Let's put it that way. Let's but yeah, do yeah, that. You're probably beating me. I think so. I think the trend is continuing. And for those that have seen the recap, uh, you know, basically recap and everything. But yeah, market's taking a bit of a dive this morning. Um, yeah, this week. Bit of a dive. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a correction, which I think you were actually calling for. And you've been saying for the past little while, um, selling some stocks, you think, think things are getting a little frothy. But nevertheless, well, unless you have any words to say, I think the stock battle is, is about still picking stocks and we're still trying to find opportunities and value where they may may present themselves. But uh, yeah, yeah, overall looks like markets are are in a bit of a and, pullback. And for those of you who might be new to the channel and to the series in particular, we're picking, we're looking at a one-year time window. We used to, you know, we t generally pick stocks that have a long-term time horizon, but for the purpose of this battle, so we can see who wins, we have a one-year time window. So that's what we're looking for right now. So mm -hmm. fire away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I got this cool mic with me today, by the way. Like, I, I feel like I'm on American Idol or something. Hey, nice. <laughs> All right. See if you could be a star with your pick. I have no idea Let what you're picking today. Well, let's get into it. My pick today is the Canadian Tire REIT, ticker CRT.UN.TO, trading for about $14.68 per share. And you'll know uh, from my past couple of picks, well, actually, I have stock I added to my portfolio, ticker O, a couple of weeks ago. The REIT mm -hmm. area is on my radar. This is obviously a Canadian REIT. And in fact, just as an overview, for those not familiar, the name kind of probably implies a lot, but the CT REIT owns a Canadian-wide portfolio of high-quality assets leased primarily to Canadian Tire Corporation, the company, a strong investment-grade tenant with an annual rental growth built into the long-term leases. Through our unique relationship with Canadian Tire, our majority unit holder, we have a high degree of alignment uh, and a comprehensive understanding of its real estate and long-term planning all across Canada, comprised of over 350 retail properties, four industrial properties, and a couple more, essentially leasing them all to Canadian Tire. Now they do actually have other tenants, um, but these make up less than 5% of total revenue. So I would just consider these very much an add-on. You are very much banking on Canadian Tire as a business to continue being a strong retailer and a strong tenant for these guys. And just taking a look at their recent quarter, it was strong despite all of the struggles in the broader real estate market and just the economy, really. I think what it's come to show that is that consumers are still out there buying and we hear how resilient the Canadian economy is. Well, Canadian Tire is still cutting their checks. They're still collecting cash, cutting their checks for these uh, you know, properties where they basically operate out of. And a couple numbers that jump out to me here from the earnings report is just the 99% occupancy rate, something we love to see. And uh, if we're looking at funds from, funds from operation, this is the adjusted funds from operation payout ratio. It's sitting right around 70. So just a long-term stable, stable tenant. This resulted in another declaration of their dividend or distribution, which is 7.5 cents per month, essentially, the equivalent of you know, eight, uh, 89 cents per year. And an important slide to me here is this one. Something I do really like to look at when I am looking at REITs is emphasizing these long-term leases. And CT REIT has one of the longest average terms in the sector. And you don't want to be one of those real estate companies where 
essentially you have tenants coming in and out every couple of years. And especially these smaller non-investment grade tenants, those are the ones that are more susceptible to the fluctuations and the higher interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Canadian Tire, as we've covered on the channel before, I mean, this is a company with actually a very long history here in Canada. They've been around since the 1920s and they're just celebrating like a hundred years of operations. I don't know if you've seen the ads, but their big campaign is the the 100, right? Canadian Tire 100 because they've been around for a hundred years. So when you think about a stable tenant that you want to rely on, I mean, the whole business model kind of focuses around this key tenant and a, a key part, in my opinion, of the Canadian retail space and market, I think the history there can give the investors some comfort. Uh, in terms of the distribution, today we are seeing a forward yield above 6%. And I believe this is actually in the higher range for REITs nowadays. We've seen a lot of REITs cutting their dividend or distribution over the past few years since COVID really struggling. Well, a 6% forward yield I think is very, very fair. And it's inching up uh, in the low single digits in a compound annual growth rate. So this is not the type of one where you'd expect to shoot the lights out. There are certainly more aggressive REITs out there if you if that's of interest. But if you are a yield seeker, like you're interested in some REITs and some dividends, this entire sector has been bashed down and rightfully so. I mean, there are very fair struggles and interest rates are, you know, I saw a thing today, mortgage rates up at I think a 20 year high. That's just, it's not a favorable environment. But if we do think that we are coming towards maybe the end of the cycle, it's tough to say. Uh, I think that a lot of the, I mean, clearly the entire market has been slammed, the REIT market. And the more and more it gets slammed, the more and more quote unquote value, I think may be presenting itself. Like I said, I don't think Canadian Tire is going anywhere. And therefore, I think that this REIT that leases out to them could be a very, very stable play for someone in their portfolio. So the ticker here is CRT.UN.TO. And again, that's trading for $14.68 as of today. Well, good pick, Brandon. And that's a low blow because you are going with a Canadian company. And we all know that our viewers love the Canadian picks. And uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm going with an American pick today, which we'll get to in just a second. But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for updating us on that. I, I haven't followed that company or that REIT. So that's a uh, lesser known one here for sure, but still one of the bigger ones. Yeah. So cool. well, nice. hundred years, eh? Yeah. Very stable. Very, very stable company. Time. Well, I'm going to kick off uh, my bid for the winner of the stock battle here and as i say i'm going into the u.s market which is uh pales in comparison to the canadian market when it comes to the the love that we uh, have for our viewers here in the channel but also i'm venturing into a very controversial area here and i know months and months ago maybe a year ago or so on this stock battle you picked bti as your pick um and you blew me away uh for in, in that particular battle well i am uh, taking the gloves off here uh this pick for me this time around is altria the ticker is mo Ooh. company trades on the new york stock exchange for around 42 dollars and 50 cents about a 75 billion dollar market cap and for those of you who aren't familiar with the company altria it's a leader in the tobacco industry and uh, 100 years this company goes back around into 1822 so 200 years uh, 201 years, uh, as a matter of fact, but uh, they manufacture, they sell cigarettes, they sell uh, cigars, vape products in the modern era. And um, the brand that most people will be familiar with is Marlboro. And, you know, they own, this company owns Philip Morris, 100%. And if we look at the market share of Marlboro here, you can see on this chart, it is by far and away the leading, um, the leading, the leader in its, in its space. Cigarette of choice. Uh, they also own John Middleton Company, which sells cigars and uh, pipe tobacco. 
And of course, being 2023, they are moving big into the smokeless areas. So they've recently just uh, completed the purchase of Enjoy, which is a company that does, uh, I guess, vapes, you know, that type of thing. The younger generation would certainly be uh, more of it, uh, more aware of that than I would. So this is their foray into the the non uh, the, the smokeless tobacco industry. They are definitely focused on migrating uh, to a smoke-free environment. Now, I, I don't think that that's necessarily gonna help me in this battle over the year because that's a long-term process. It's kind of like going you know, EV versus uh, the energy sector. I mean, the, the fossil fuels mm-hmm. are gonna be around for a long time. So will, uh, so will uh, the smoke tobacco products. In fact, right now, 90% of their product is still in the smoking and the, you know, the smoke products. Uh, but that said, so a little bit more on enjoy, cause this is, this is something that they've just completed on June 1st of this year. And it is their expansion into the vapor development and manufacturing uh, of devices. They paid about $2.75 billion dollars for the company. Now, they plan, as you can see on this chart here, by the end of Q3 of this year to be in 43,000 stores and 70,000 by the end of Q1. And uh, if that, if they reach that goal, there will be now a 70% of e-vapor volume and 55% of cigarette volume in the U.S. Um, alone. So that is a huge, huge market share. They also have exposure to the booze sector. As if smoking's not bad enough, they're in the, the alcohol sector as well. They they have a they own 66% of the restricted shares of AB InBev, uh, which is around just under 10% of the t- company total uh, overall. So Budweiser, Corona, Stella Artois. Despite the fact that Budweiser has been out of favor uh, recently because of all the social media uh, issues they're dealing with, uh, they're you know obviously names that they can uh, they can uh, you can rely on for day after day, month after month, year after year sales. Um, they have established trade partners. So when you look at the list of companies that they that they actually mm-hmm. distribute, you got Costco, you got you know the Seven Elevens, you got the uh, Circle Ks, you've got uh, Wawa back on the East Coast, or Kroger, uh, Walgreens. I mean, you name it, they have a massive distribution chain. So that's kind of about what the company does. Now for this battle, the reason I'm picking them right now is purely a valuation play. I'm putting aside sort of the uh, emotions and, and the, you know, the, if you hate cigarettes, and I know I'm going to get some hate comments on this, and, and that's okay. I'm not selling you. You need to go and buy this, but I, I'm just picking this for the battle because today, if I just go strictly by the numbers, um, this is a um, this is a, an opportunity that's just saying, pick me, pick me, pick me. So when you look at their 10-year number, uh, they're almost flat. I mean, they got a small 24 gain, 24% gain over the last 10 years, so nothing uh, to be you know, screaming out about there, even if you add the dividend flow. And they, they have a very attractive dividend, which we'll talk about in just a second here. Uh, they're still underperforming. You see with the dividend, they got 122% gain over a 10-year time period. So, I mean, that's nice, uh, but certainly underperforming a, a lot of the other uh, opportunities out there. But when you look at this from a valuation, Brandon, pretty much every metric that you look at is uh, attractive, and not only against um, itself, but against its peers. And let's just start with the mm. peg ratio, price earnings to growth ratio here. We can see uh, the one column here shows that they're trading with a, a trailing 12-month peg ratio of 0.04%. Now, you compare that to their peers, the industry or the sector state, uh, median is 0.82. So well below that, a uh, non-GAAP forward number, two point, or sorry, 1.85 compared to 2.34 for the sector. Price to earnings, again, very, very attractive. If we just start here with the simple, you know, PE, non-GAAP, GAAP, et cetera. Just look through this chart here. You can see, uh, again, compared to their sector, about half in most cases of what the sector is trading at there. When you look at, for example, their trailing 12-month PE, they're 11.4 times. The sector average is 21.39. You look at their uh, 
next 12 months, 8.4 times. Sector is trading at about 19.45 right now against themselves. If you look at this, the 10-year uh, chart, you can see the median line here at about 22 compared to 11.4. So definitely uh, that's telling me that you know with the, the, the lack of competition out there, or the, the lack of competitiveness that they've shown, um, they are yeah, looking pretty juicy here. Quickly from a profitability perspective, again, this is more long-term, but look at their gross profit margin. It's over 69%. And the key here, you compare that with their peers and you can see more like the sector median is 32%. So uh, clearly a very well-run profitable country, uh, company rather. And this higher uh, gross profit margin is not an anomaly. When you look at um, their recent numbers versus their five-year averages, uh, you see that they are right in line with what they've done. So you're looking at a you know pure gross profit margin, you look at EBIT to margin, you look at EBITDA to margin, you're gonna see that same story. So this is not a one-off, something crazy's happened here. This is predictable year after year uh, performance on behalf of, um, of Altria here. Now, I wanna look at the dividend. I mentioned it earlier. The dividend today is around 8.7, 8.8%. So obviously a very, very uh, attractive dividend yield. And you might say, well, is this a trap? You know, is it, is it, is it, it can they sustain this? And uh, you know, first of all, I'll just point out, they have increased this 57 times over the past 53 years, and they have a five-year growth rate of 6.7%. But look at the, the uh, payout ratio, 75, 76%. And I know you mentioned Canadian, the REIT has a 70%. The REIT is a whole different industry, right? They tend to have those higher payout ratios. In this space right here, with that 76% payout ratio, I'm just gonna look back over 20 years at their payout ratio. And you can see for the most part, that's the area that they hover in. They're very, very strong uh, cash flow intensive business here. So I'm not worried at all that that higher, you might be perceived as a higher payout ratio, is going to uh, affect that dividend anytime soon. From a purely financial health perspective, a couple of quick ratios to look at here, the current ratio, uh, the quick ratio, a bit low. They're under the one um, the one number there, which normally you, you know, sort of want to have one as as that stability. But again, this is normal. When we look back. I think I've got a ten year chart here. You look back over this, and that you know that the under one quick and current ratios is not uncommon uh, for this company. Today, I'm going to look quickly at the technical numbers here, and we know that we don't spend a whole bunch of time you and I looking at the technicals because we're more of a fundamental type investors. But uh, if I look at a very basic RSI here, we can look at a current RSI of 21.11 as of the time I pulled this chart this morning. So 30 being, you know, anything under 30, presumably is uh, considered undervalued. Um, well, that's uh, some very good value there. You look at the pattern over the last three years, you look at November, 2020, the RSI dropped below 30, we saw a good run up in the price. You look back to November, 2021, the price, the RSI dropped, Price, the uh, share price accelerated. June of 2022 was the last time the company was trading at a, um, a uh, RSI this low. And although we didn't have a big spike, but we've seen steady growth since then. So I'm looking at that as a possible indicator here that uh, there may be some short-term upside, looking at the one year here. And uh, finally here from a price target, the current price as I mentioned trading around $42.50-ish. The consensus target price is $46, which is implying about a 16% upside. So We'll see where we go over the next 12 months. But, uh, you know, just sort of wrap it up here. Uh, you got a strong pipeline brand and a, like amazing brands, a world-known brands. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. They are making that transition in a big way from the smoke smoke to the non-smoke 
products, I guess that's how you uh, you refer to them, a yield of over 8% and a sustainable yield and you know just purely the valuation. It just, to me, is just screaming out there. Um, again, I'm not saying everybody needs to run out and buy this because everybody has their own. I'm, I know a lot of people won't because of the fact that they're in this, this sin space, right? But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, that's, my, that's my vote, that's my uh, pick for today and I, I hope I can garner a few votes out there. Well, yeah, those numbers do look attractive. I think you also took double double the allotted time that we had scheduled. Um, do we schedule time? Oh, yeah, five minutes, right? But that's okay. That's okay. Lots to learn. I just, I think it's, um, you know, me. It, it's, <laughs> yes. No, I think the audience, it's great for our audience. So hey, if you guys enjoyed the, the deeper insight, give it a thumbs up. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's not a company that you, you want to back, um, you know, just morally and ethically, I guess. I know, right? So we can leave it at I don't, that. I don't know it, you know, but uh, but there's a there's a heck of a, an opportunity out there right now. So um, those numbers, those numbers are hard to argue with. I'll give you that one. No, on the voting, uh, we will put a poll up so you can leave your comment here, please. Just what you know, what your vote is, whether you're uh, picking Canadian Tire REIT, whether you're picking um, MO or Altria. Maybe a little bit of uh, sort of logic. I always love to, to, to hear the input, to see the input from our viewers. But also we will put a poll up and yeah, we're getting a lot of votes on there for the last couple of, of um, stock battles that we've done. So that's another way you can go and cast your vote and we'll use those as the ultimate determiner of who wins this battle. Absolutely. Well, hey, I think we can wrap it up there. Thank you for the presentation, Dad. And thank you all that have made it through to the very end. Make the right vote. Um, good luck with your picks. And I guess, like you said, on their next battle, we'll come back with a bit of some analysis of how we've done since that last one or since at least yeah. the one year has ticked over. Yeah, because, just uh, the updates. So, and then we'll kind of just the updates. this in a year. So. Exactly. A little bit of a scoreboard good. update. Always enjoy cool. these, Brennan. Yeah. That was, uh, I'm curious to see where the dust settles for this one. I especially like this one because I'm pretty sure that despite all the odds against me, I'm pretty sure that uh, this is a. A winnable battle. We'll see. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, thank, thank you guys for watching. As always, give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe. Check out the Investing Academy. Uh, check out Blossom. Download Blossom in the App Store if you guys haven't already. But as always, we thank you guys for watching. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you in the next video.